Good morning, Raboisai. Ah! Lilu Nishmas, Imi Mirosi was about Mordechai and Mordechai ben Sorrow. We have here the Siumim are kicking in in high gear. The Miami crew preparing for the Siyum of Moyit Katan. Preparations underway. This, I forgot where this is from. I love the picture because of the beautiful view of that tower. And in the background, someone is learning the daf. We have here, Mesechtas Megillah, Free Gemara if you come to Chalavi, in Chicago. She. I thought we we're going to mainstream this, and everybody's going to have like the same, nobody has to do their own art. Here, this is Wycliffe, Ohio. Everybody's doing their own shtick here. Thursday, January 13th. Beautiful. In Chicago, by the way, I heard from Steve Jakubowski. He said he was at every seum besides one, but he's just not in the picture, so my bad. This is from Ron Sterling. Ellie and the MDY team. I started with MDY at the beginning of the cycle, and I want to thank you for the journey. I actually say that I'm doing Dafyam as a spectator sport, and I really appreciate the effort of the MDY team. I to thank you for improving the mechanics of my tefillah, as well as more connection to tefillah itself. I also frequently find connections between the Daf and the parasha, which puts a new spin on my understanding of the parasha. You frequently say that Achtos is important to you. I've attended Siyum in Lakewood, Baltimore, and Silver Spring, each and maybe, maybe Taka, we could get Ron Sterling to attend Chicago. That would be nice. We got to, you know, pump it up a little bit. Each and every time I meet people who connect with me, as if we've been friends for years, I've spoken to complete strangers, immediately connect with me since we both did the daft through MDY. You've su- succeeded in projecting Achtos in a way that's inspirational and contagious. Inspirational and contagious. MDY has grown tremendously, and that is great. I look forward to meeting you in person someday, but thanks again. Shabbat Shalom, Ronnie Sterling. Yashir is great, from Daniel Fromm. Look forward to waking up and seeing the Daily Daf. I just started Daf at Megillah, thanks to Darren Rakin. Coincidentally, Masechus Megillah was my first scene during my year in Israel in 2000. Wow. So it's been a long time coming. Look forward to making a seum next week. Daniel Fro. Was noch? That's it. Raboisai. Shabbos tomorrow. It's the last Shabbos before we start Moyikotan. Grab your friends and show. Grab them. On Shabbos, tell them about joinmdy.com. There's haterim to even go online, maybe. I don't know. Eh, okay, now I'm going to get an email that people are going to take it seriously, so you shouldn't even say it as a joke. Okay, fine. The Parnas HaChoydesh for the Koylo is Chaim from Lakewood. And Leilu Nishmas Yeshua Ari Leib HaKoyim Ben Yonason Chaim Zuchern Lebrocha. Lerfu Asidi Deinu Reb Shalom Baruch Yehuda Ben Malka Freda. Has anybody heard any news from him? I haven't heard yesterday. Masechtas Megillah. Sponsored by the Davis and Kessler families in Schus for Rufur Shlema for Miriam Esther Bas Dvaira. Mesachas Megillah by Shmuley Hecht, F245, the Nishmas from Mordechai Shlema Pinchas Tuvia, Ben Avram Moshe Paris Neriyar. By Avromian Sprinzi Gross, in honor of the wedding of Gavri Kista Emily Winnicourt. 
May they be zoichet to build a base name in Israel. Surely Furman, RL245. In honor of his father's yard center, Av Moshe Avram ben Asher Zelig Zechon Avrocha, by Molandi. For all of you, we're sick and tired of hearing all these Atzala guys, so jump in yourself and do something about it. <laughs> Don't let them take over if you're so upset about it. Molandi, Lezech Nishmas Moshe Aaron ben Rachel, whose Hakamas Matzev is today, and first the other is on Shabbos. Yehuda and Gavriel, in honor of Shimi Rap, our fearless leader who got us to start learning the Daf, and whose only fear is Halakela Park Ranger. I have no idea what that is. It's the second time already. I probably not pronouncing it very well. Yochanan Adler, leading the Shabbos of Yosef ben Reperitz. He's nifted during the war, and Bekitzer, his cousin, did a lot of digging. They found out that he wasn't killed, but was nifter from pneumonia. Interesting stuff. Boisai, here we go. Join dafyoimi.com, right? Something like that. If I don't know it, how would you guys know? Bekitzer, Boisai, here we are. We're on Dafchofeyon Beis. Today's Dafchovov. And we've been very consistent with where we finish. We finish off like 10 lines before the bottom of every daf. We never finished the daf this whole week. Baruch Hashem. Special for Megillah. I just want to say Shalom Aleichem to some of the guys on Zoom. Once we're here with Zoom. Binyamin Schwartz from the Five Towns. Shalom Aleichem, Rebbe Yamin. Rebbe Yitzhak Bernak from Muncie. And Akiva Ziegler from Borough Park. Who else do we have here? Joe Berry, I have no idea where you're from. Oh. You, this this is this is unbelievable. Rabbi said this is a true story. Everybody that was on Zoom two days ago knows this tr- story to be true. I was trying to be very nice to somebody right now on the front screen, on the first screen. His name is Rabbi Avi Levinson, and I said to him, "Shalom aleichem," a new face from the past, and everybody jumped in and said, "Are you kidding me? He's been here for two years, every single day," and I just noticed him now. I, I think his screen was off. Or I'm just not paying a lot of attention. He's a, look at him. He has the Hadras Potim, the whole thing. And I didn't notice him. Okay, Torah Abonon. I'm asking Mechila Barabim, Rabavi. Torah Abonon. Kolam Ikrois Aksuvim Batoiro. So we're like, what, 12 lines before the new parak. I wanted to get to the new parak yesterday, but we ran out of time. Kolam Ikrois Aksuvim Batoiro, Lignai, Koyin Oisan Lishvach. So I'm going to show you just one example. The Gemara brings many. The red is how it actually says it in the Torah. So, we're talking about somebody else coming and being with his, his wife. Yishoglena is a very harsh language. Yishkovena is a refined language. Actually, in English, we also have a very similar word. Sleep, slept. It's, it's to take a vulgar word and, and, and make it refined. Yishkovena. Yishgolena, Yishkovena. So the Bakayre, he says the green, even though it says the red. Ba'afoylim, Batchoyrim, Chiryoynim, Divyoynim. So Ba'afoylim and Chiryoynim, talking about the rear end, saying it in a nicer way. Chiryoynim, there's actually a word in Hebrew that's a vulgar word today, Ches Reish Aleph. And it basically means waste. And instead of saying chiryoinim, we read it divyoinim. Dov is like a loshen ziva that comes out from a yaina, the waste of a, of a bird. Lechol es chareyim velishtes is meime shineim. So we take the words chareyim and shineim. Instead, we say lechol es tsayasam velishtes es meime ragleim. Change it to meime ragleim. 
It's a little bit of a nicer way of, it's a little less vulgar. Lemachrois, lemachrois, lemachrois is the whole where the tzoy would come from. Lemachrois is like the, the final product. So again, less vulgar, more refined. No, we don't, we want to be vulgar because we're talking about Avedizara, so we want to say it in the, in the worst way possible. One leitzanus is doicha, all the teichachas, right? Leitzanus is to take something and, and, and put it down. But if you're making fun of Avedizara, that's a good thing. It's like, it's terrible stuff. It's squatting splashing diarrhea because it's like the worst can't even hold on to the to, to their load they just let it out kids are making fun of Avedizar the guru's lotion of being afraid don't it's not about honor, it's, it's his load of waste. So, similar to what I once I mentioned a few times with Victor Miller, you could say to the, to the idol worshiper, Interesting that it's, it's almost again, there's something, there's a similar word, the S word in English. Shin tough, shaloi. And it's referring to the rear end. Take the Avadizar and put in the rear end. Omer Avashi. Hayman Desani, excuse me. <clears throat> By the way, I forgot to mention, the official, we're, we're going to go to, this This was going to be our largest CM ever. We're anticipating close to 350 people in Ramat Shemesh. We had a, like almost a, a, Hundred bachrim that were going to come, da, da, da. and we had to postpone it because just yesterday over ten people tested positive from the bismedrish. So I escaped in the nick of time. I, I got a test yesterday. It's a rapid. I don't know how accurate, but I came out negative. Baruch Hashem. I have a serious cold, and you know, cold and corona, the one and the same today. Whatever, but I have a good cold. But because of what's going on, and, and ten guys from the first minion tested positive. So it doesn't make sense for us to, to do the scene, bring 350 people into one small room and, and get everybody sick. So they decided to postpone it, but all the other seum around the world are going strong, Baruch Hashem. Zogdi Gemara. Omer Ravashi, I'm on the Sani Shum'one. So it's almost in Yonah Diyayma. If, if somebody has, there's a bad rumor about somebody, and we're talking about that the rumor is substantiated. It's not just like a, a WhatsApp that, there's, there's, there's some buzzer to it. Again, we're talking about He has a name that he was over in Arias. He did something, he wasn't good. Bad guy. Again, it's a it's a it's a hint to to the word. He's bar girasa. He's the son of a gira of a in again in Hebrew. The, probably one of the biggest curses that I'm familiar with is this word, the son of a Zaina. That's that's how they you want to curse somebody, that's what you say in Israel today. 
And what's interesting is that if this guy is over on Arias, a molester, whatever he is, you could embarrass his mother, even though his mother had nothing to do with it and she's a G'dayish of a Tahira. You put his mother down. You call her a Zaina. This guy is the son of a Zaina. And again, when it comes to Arias, these kind of things, there's no, there's no Adim. Nobody were in the room. Nobody was there. Oh, I didn't see it, so I can't say it. It's Lashonara. When it comes to these things, the rumor is what rules. When people, when the smoke, there's fire, when people say about so-and-so, there's a certain thing, so you have to be chayshish for that. That's the Gemara here. Levazuhi begimul shin. Hayman, the shabru shumone. If somebody has a good name, shayli shabuchay. You could be shabayachim. I wanted actually to look into it because there is metoich shabal shvach balignai, the Chavetz Chaim, and I forgot to look into it. So if somebody has a good pshat, why is it shayli shabuchay? You should typically not speak good about people also. Uman the shabchay, I might be learning complete wrong pshat because I, I said I'm going to look into it and I forgot. I apologize. And whoever does give shvach to somebody, he'll have brachas on his head. Okay. The official Mishnah, Luschos Ruchni, Feshim Shindavad Lipa, Yosef Yehuda, Yeshua Michal, Bnei Yehudis Beila. Stam a question. Here's a, a picture. Here's the Kotel, the Kaisel Amaravi. This area right over here is a shul. There's no question. There's people all day long. It's one of the biggest shuls in the world. The most people ever right over here. What about this area right over here? The upper, here's the, here's the fence, the upper part. Now, what's the, what's the question? question is that on Sukkot, this becomes part of the Shul. On Shavuos, night, there's a couple days a year, maybe more, maybe five days a year, I don't know, that they actually use it. Is there Gdusha to this area? And it's enough Kiminas, we're going to learn later, not today, but different things that you, you could and can't do in a, in a Shul. Shmuz with your friend, whatever it is, different. We're going to see later. Rechaiva, not so much a street, is the city center. So I spent a lot of time this morning. I don't know if it's wasted time because it's actually a very simple thing and we don't need a chart. But I thought it would be cool to do it anyway. So I did it. If it helps even one kid somewhere, maybe. The point is that we're always going upwards. When, when there's a sale in, in Gdusha, the money has a certain Gdusha, and therefore you could purchase one thing up. So, just watch, don't shake this thing. This is the, um, the city center. If they sell the city center, then they should buy the next step up, Malam Bakaydish, they should buy a shul. If they sell a shul, then what they should do is buy an Aran Kaidish. If they sell an Aran Kaidish, my brother-in-law bought an Aran Kaidish, today you buy it on, on eBay or whatever. People sell everything. Sell Aran Kaidish. So the, the money that you get from the Aran Kaidish, you could buy the mantle, the coat that goes over the Sefer Torah. Not a great picture, but the best one I was able to come up with. 
if you sell the mantle, the coat, then you could buy Nevi'im. It says over here, Yeshaya, I don't know if you could see. It's a Navi. And if you sell a Navi with cloth, then you, you could buy your Sefer Torah. But you cannot go backwards. So if you sell a Sefer Torah, you can't buy a Navi. If you sell a Navi, you can't buy the mantle. Aron Kodesh, Shul, city center. What's so chash about a city center? Why would I have any Gdush at all? So, says the, says the Mishnah. Bnei Yair, Shemachru Chayva Shalir, they sold the town square. They could purchase with the proceeds a shul because they're going upwards in Gedusha. If they sell a shul, I want to show you because I'll show to you now. In Chicago, I happened to be driving one day in the south side of Chicago. The south side of Chicago today is a very bad neighborhood. You probably heard on the news. Sometimes on a weekend they have 13 murders and, and shootings and it's crazy. But it used to be the center of Yiddishkeit in Chicago. And as the neighborhood changed, demographics, the, the Jews started moving to the north side. Far away, literally. It, it, it could take 45 minutes to drive one place to the other. So I, I have a property there. The Kool-Aid factory is there. And, I was, and all of a sudden I'm driving down a block and I see a, a, a thing with a cross. And you look closely, and it says, Anche Matala, whatever it said, in stone. You cannot believe it. It's a shul that's a church. I just went on right now. Here's a different one. This is a beautiful, beautiful shul from the 1800s, late 1800s in Chicago. It's called Anche Mayriv. And today, it's a church. We all know the Gemara. The, the, if you talk during davening in shul, I'm not saying that that's what they did. But that's what happens. A shul could turn into a church if they talk during davening. I wasn't there, so I don't know. But that's the that's the halacha. But unfortunately, all these shuls were sold at one point. And who's going to buy a shul? I mean, you're not buying a shul to live in. You buy a shul for their services, for whatever they did. So, basic says, if you sell a shul, what do you do with the money? At some point in time, somebody sold these shuls. So you buy Aaron Kaidish. Teva, Loichemit Pachais. If you sell the Aaron Kaidish, you could buy the coat for the Tyra. Mit Pachais. I want to see it again, if it makes a difference. Mit Pachais, Yikhus Farim. I was beating myself up. I was like, this is what you got up at 3.30 in the morning. I look at the clock. It's like, wow, it's in the fours already. And what did I do? I accomplished one staircase. I mean, it's, it's self-explanatory, but whatever. I had a cheshik to do it. So if you sell the, the coat of the Torah, that, that's a tashmishik dusha, it's a, it's, it, it's, it protects the, the, the dusha of the Sefer Torah, then you have to go up a level. You have to buy nevim. Svarim. And by the way, Nevim are very important. Not a lot of shuls in America have it. I'm sure there are many, and, but not a, here in our shul, there's much more makbid, I believe. Actually, our shul doesn't have because of the fact that if you lane, if somebody lanes from the, the cloth, then it can be mighty the whole place. And a lot of people don't realize that. They think, oh, the guy's laning from the chomesh, from the thick Tanakh, and I don't have to say anything. You have to say the words. L'chair, you have to read it with him. 
if you don't have a, a cloth. Cloth is better. So yikhus farim, farim lekhum tayra. And if you sell those cloth, then you buy a sefer tayra with it. Avle machru tayra. What if you go in reverse? So reverse is very poshit. Same exact thing. Avle machru tayra leikhus farim. You sell a tayra, you don't buy navi. Farim leikhum mitpachis, you don't buy the mantle mitpachis leikhus teva. You cannot buy our kaidish teva leikhum beis aknesses. If you sell our kaidish, do not buy a shul beis aknesses leikhus erchay. Actually, saw that that the shul. It's like a tashmishik dusha. It's not like a real kedusha in it. It just helps you to dive into everything. That's what the Rishonim want to explain on Amud Beis. V'chein b'Moisrayan. Fine. So if they sell svarim and 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 whatever's left over, they they bought they bought a tire, but they have left over, so you can't buy from the leftover money something that has less kedusha. Says the Gemara Bnei Yerushalmi Machar Ruchay V'Shalir Omer Rabba Bar Bachan Omer Rabbi Yechonon Zu Diver. Rabbi Menachem Bar Yosi Stumasa. Those are Rabbi Yosi, uh, Rabbi Menachem, that he said a lot of anonymous things. A lot of Mishnahis are him, anonymous. What do you mean? It's a city center. Why would city center have any Gdush at all? Rabbi Menachem Bar Yosi, my time. But so, no, what's, what does Rabbi Menachem hold? The Tzibur goes there once. Every, who knows how often, maybe every few years when it doesn't rain and they need to make a tightness, they go to the city square. So the city square has Gdusha. Mamadais, Rashi struggles with Mamadais because in Titus we learned a lot about Mamadais. It's the representation of Klai Yisrael for the carbon Tamid. When in the world do they go to the city square? It doesn't say anywhere in Titus that they go there. So Rashi says that maybe it means that there's a shul in the square. That makes sense. You know, people are in the square, in the market, and they want to jump in for a quick mincha. So there's a shul there, and that's where the Anshima Madais used to hang out, and, and even sleep there, not even go home, be there, and daven, and do all their things, the fasting, and everything they did. Rabbanon. No. So once in a while, Klai Yisrael goes to the city square, so it has Gedusha. Ahu, Akrei Ba'alma. That's only once in a blue moon. Coming back to this picture. So L'chaira. Since from this area to here is a Balma, it happens only a few times a year. So there shouldn't be any Gdusha in Rachavata Kotel, in the upper Rachava of the Kotel. The lower Rachava, then that's a real shul. Doesn't get any more shul than that. But this up, again, I'm not a Rav, I'm just saying L'chaira. Says Gemara Beis you sell a shul, you buy your own Kaidish, a little small place. It's a privately owned, like in Mansi, a guy builds a little shul there. It's his private shul. But if you're in a larger city, in the middle of Nebrak, in the middle of New York, Landau, who owns Landau? The Tzibur owns Landau. Where do they get the money from? Where do people come from? People come from all over the world to, to dive in there in a million factory. No, again, I'm not passing for Landau. I don't know what the situation is. And it's very possible that the guy built it with his own funds, and he said, it's mine, and I have intent to keep it forever, and one day to sell it, it might be different. But in general, when you have a shul that's a tzibur shul, and the money comes from the rabbim, and the rabbim come there, then, uh, you know, everybody in the club is asking, no, so what about MDY? Now, MDY, I paid for with my own money, and hopefully one day maybe I'll get paid back. 
But right now, I'm out some money. And why do people come there? So we have to see. Omar Ravashi. A lot of people come there. They come from me. If I want, it's mine, I could sell it. So I started telling the guys, look, I think they come for this year, this, that. I don't want to sell it. I'll never sell it. I'll give it to somebody, whatever, if we ever have to move. But it's interesting, Shaila. Every show, you have to think about, why do people come? Is it a mini factory? They come for you, they come for him. Who paid for it? How? Where? When? I'm sure there's a lot of shaylas, a lot of halachas here. Where's the shul? In Yerushalayim. Tursiyim, says Rashi, these are uh, copper, coppersmiths. Coppersmith. Seems like copper, even if, if they're not smiths, maybe they, they mine the copper. It's a very smelly thing. And Nobody wanted to dive with them, you know, so they had to make their own little shul in Yerushalayim. So they get, get away from the Olam. We once had in the Gemara that he's the, the, the head of the shul. So he did whatever, they sold him the shul. So he did whatever he wanted to it. But look, it was in Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is a major city. And you just said, if there's a shul in a the city, then it's everybody's. It's a small little shtibel. They built it for themselves. They, I guess they had a problem of some sort. That smell, that nobody wanted to dive with them. So they built it. So now it's different. So each, each case is own independent. I don't know, like if you have a Rebbe. I know in Chicago, um, some of the Rebbe's there, they, they physically own the building. They paid it with their own money. It's there, so it's, it's different. We're talking about a negatzeras. You see, like uh, the wall in your house starts turning colors, changing. It has to be in a house that you inherited. Something that you inherited. You got from Yeshua, you got an achuzah in Eretz Yisrael. But it doesn't apply in Yerushalayim. That's true. It's not Yerushalayim. It's not Harnov. It means on Harabayis, there's something called the base Hamikdash in there only. There's no, there's no uh, the whole Malkam Mikdash. There's no, there's no negatzeras. Oh, but they can see it's about the midrashos. What about the bells of base Medrash? Mitamim, it does become tamim. Amai, hodikrachem havu. Since it's public property, so it's not achuzaschem. Achuzaschem means it's yours. You inherited. You have a Bible on it. A shul, we just discussed, a shul is everybody's. People come in from all over the world. You can't sell it. You can't do anything with it. So it's not a chuzah. Okay, so we have to change it out. It's not mikdash. It doesn't mean the base of mikdash. Any place, any shul that has gdusha doesn't, is not affected by tzuras. Why? Again, because it's not a chuzah. It's not yours. It has to be private property. says, What's the source of the Machlokes? Tanakam Sovar. So we had this Gemara in Yuma. The whether or not Yerushalayim was divided up to the Shvatim. So, Rebuyu the Sovar, Rebuyu the Sovar, Nischalk Yerushalayim Shvatim. Tanakam Sovar, Loy Nischalk Yerushalayim Shvatim. In other words, according to Tanakama, if I'm a guest on Yantif, on Oyler Regal. 
I go into any building I feel like, I open up the door, Shalom Aleichem, my name is Eli, I'm here to sleep in your bed. That's it, that's all you have to do. You don't ask questions, it's not, it's not your property. I have the right to be in your house, like you have the right to be in your house. Nobody owns anything. It's your shalim, it's for everybody, during Aliyah Regal. So we have a mini for today. This is the Beis Hamikdash. Harabais over here. So what's what's in Yehuda's chelak? Yehuda has the har, everything around. Halashachos, the lishkois that are over here by the chel from this this little fence here. You see the black. That's a fence around everything. For inside the chel, the lishkois, this area. Vahazaris. So we have here Ezra's notion, this giant piece over here. We have Ezra's Yisrael. You see this yellow line? That's one little piece, 11 Ama. And then you have Ezra's Kohanim. So you have three Azaris. One, two, and three. All this, Yehuda. And what did Binyamin have? Ulam Vehechal Ubeis Kacha Kedashim. Now, Binyamin had the real Gdusha here, the, the greatest Gdusha. Right up here, this square is Kedash Kedashim. Nobody ever went in there. Once a year, Kohen Gadol went in there. There's the Aren, the Luchos, the Kruvim. That's it. Over here, the Hechal, this area, is going every day to light the Menorah. You have the Mizbech Haktoires, you have the Shulchan, the Lachem upon him. And then you have the Heichol, it's this rectangle over here. Don't forget, the building is 100 Amma tall. This whole thing, one, two, three, this entire Gdusha Shubh Gdusha is in Binyamin. So, you have here a little bit of. This is taken from the Masifta and Yuma. I drew a blue line here. This is what it should have been. There should have been a clear line going down. This is Yehuda and this is Binyamin. But what happened is that Binyamin got a little extra. Binyamin, I'm sorry. Yeah, Binyamin got this part. Yehuda is over here. Everything in red is Yehuda. See? Everything's in red in Yehuda, instead of it being divided like this. So let's see. So we just had this recently, that the Gemara Rashi brings. The reason why he's called Binyamin Atzadik, because there's only four people that never sinned. One of them is Yehuda uh, Binyamin. Who's the other one? Moshe Rabbeinu's father, David HaMelech's father, David HaMelech's son, Kilab. Binyamin Atzadik, he wanted that peace. Says Rashi, he scratched his head. It's like a lotion is scratching in Hebrew. Chafifa is to wash your hair with shampoo. It's a lotion of scrubbing. What's Pshataka? Because you're not allowed to cry about your friend's Tesla, that he has a Tesla that you can't afford one. That's kinna. That's awesome. And over here, it's the ultimate kinna. Over here, he's saying, I don't want Yehuda to have it either. 
I, I'm not going to share with him. I want more. I want part of his peace. When it comes to Ruchni's l'chayra, you're allowed to cry. You're supposed to cry. You're supposed to want. You're supposed to want what the other person has. The other guy has shas. I want shas. The other guy, whatever it is, he's a he's a tremendous bachasid. I want to be like that. You're allowed to be mekana in another person for Ruchni's. So that's why, because he was, he was upset that Yehuda got all this, he ended up getting Kaidish HaKadoshim. There's a very interesting medrash that says that when the Shvatim found out that the Gavia, the, the Kiddush cup, is in Amtachas Binyamin sack, so they started beating him up. What are you doing to us? You're Ganev. And they called him the Ganev, the son of a Ganev. Your mother Rachel was also Ganev. She stole the Getchkis. They beat him, they took him, they beat him bank safe of. The only Shevet, the only, the only uh, one of the Shvatim that didn't hit him was Yehuda. So because he didn't hit him with a belt, the Ritzua, he got an extra Ritzua, he got a little extra than he was supposed to get. That's what it says in the Medrash. It says, Hold on. This is Benichusa. It's not a question. It's a thing. Pshat. This Tana holds that Yerushalayim wasn't divided for the Shvat and the Sanya, Eid, Maskir, and Batim Yerushalayim. You don't have the right to, to, to use your house as an Airbnb and rent it out to the Euler Regal. people are coming, I'm going to rent it out. I'm going to make good money now in Yantav. You can't do that. It's not yours to rent it out. You can't even rent out a bed. What's Pshat? But it's my bed. Why can't I rent out my bed? So Tysus explains, you could rent out your bed. But how much does a bed cost? Yeah, you give him a, a folding bed, cost uh, $150. What can you charge for the rent? $5? When you rent a bed, you're renting the real estate that's under the bed. And that you don't have the right to. It's not your real estate. So you're renting the physical bed that moves. No. So I'll give you $2 for that. And in fact, that's why Lufichach, the hides that come off the shlamim, the taita, whatever, the, the, the karbaras that you allow to eat the hide or use the hide, that hide goes directly to the owner of the bed. For the $2 that you owe him, he'll get $2 worth of hide. He can actually physically remove it from your possession. He can take it bizraya with his hand, physically. But it's nothing. It's not negligible. How much is a hide? What is it worth? Okay, as much as the bed that you gave the guy. That's it. Omar says You might remember this Gemara from Yuma. Mamish, word for word. The, the, the norm is that you have a little bit of a, a jar that you had some water in it, whatever it is, leave it for the Balabas. Those days they didn't throw out the jars. It had some value, leave it. You have a little bit of hide, give it to the guy. Today, you go somewhere, you give him a bottle of wine. You give him something. You, it's normal. This is this is the norm, says the Gemara. You, you, a guy, he he was my you. He hosted you. 
you give him a gift. It doesn't have to be crazy, a small gift. So you have like this. We have the seven trustees of the city. These are politicians. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are these are more guys that, that rule the city. They run the city. Hold on, i got to turn this down. I realized that because the room was cold-ish, my cough came on terribly. It's better to be very hot than cold in my situation now. Okay. So you have two groups here. Two things that we're concerned with. The Tuveyo ear, the seven trustees, and the community. So like every good machlaikis, we have this three levels. If you have the combination of the two, I use the greater than sign, whatever, but you get the point. If you use the two of them together, and they sell a shul, then there's zero gdush in the shul, zero gdush in the money that comes out of the sale. On the flip side is down here. You don't have the two veir, and you don't have the community. Couple guys, Hevermanim, decided they're gonna make a nice sale before anybody hops and pocket the money. So what do you have? You have the Gdusha remaining in the shul. You can't make it a bowling alley. And the money, the cash that you got from it, also, you can't just buy a car with it, you have to buy stuff with it. And then you have the middle thing, the middle ground. It's either or, you either got permission, it was sold by the two year, or it was sold by the whole community, what happens is, the shul loses all its gdusha, but the money has gdusha to it. Okay, those are the three things that come out from the sugya. Again, if you have both tuvayir and, and the community, no gdusha, not in the money, not in the shul, you don't have either, gdusha remains in everything. If you have one or the other, either tuvayir or the community, then it leaves the shul, but does not leave the money. Says Gemara, wow, it's late. Uh, we're going to catch up everything. So, the whole concern is because the seven Tuvayir were not with the whole, the whole community. But if you have both, listen to this. You can make it into a bar. The worst thing that you can pass me, the biggest bazillion out of a shawl. Can make it into some sort of bar. Sponsored by Moshe Horn and Woody Wyman is chus for Morty Matskos and in honor of myself for all that I do. Shkoyach. Ravino Ravino had a piece of land, and this is right next to Bet Shemesh. Ruins of a shul. It's not a shul. Now we want to plant stuff here, which a lot of Rishonim hold. It's a bazillion. It's like a, uh, making a bar. Also coming to Ravashi, Omalu, Malim Israel, Ravino and Ravashi, the two people that wrote the Shas. Ravina asked Ravashi, what should I do? What you do is you get permission from the trustees, from the community, then it becomes yours. You do whatever you want. Then you can plant. 
Rabbi Barabba was building a shul. There was a very old shul. He wanted to knock it down. They even do it till this very day. Though, what's the word? Re, reappropriate, re-something. Anyway, they, you'll use the bricks of an old house, of a barn. Or, yeah, in a barn, they'll take the, the wood, the wooden floors. They'll do something with it. Some people love that stuff. Could I do that? Knock down a shul, take all the wood, build a new shul. Yosef come in Barilei, what's the question? Hadar Rav Chizda, in Rav Chizda, Domer Rav Chizda. Leilisto beiknishto ad the boni beiknishto achrita. It's usher to knock down a shul until you build a new one. Hasam shum shiusa, because maybe people will fall asleep at the wheel. They'll never build a new one. They'll knock down the old one and never build a new one. Kaigavnamai. But now I'm breaking it in order to use the material. Also reclaimed, I think is the word. Also kamei Rav Papa vasarle. Rav Papa said it's tosser. Kamei Ravuna vasarle. Both said it's Osir. We're concerned. You'll knock it down. You'll have a nice pile of good wood. You'll never build a shul. You'll to trade it in in order to use it for a mundane purpose, not for a shul. You're not allowed to rent it out. Why? Because it still has Gdusha. If you're renting it out, then you're retaining the Gdusha of it. My time is Living in Nami. What about the bricks? I want to reclaim the beautiful bricks. If to sell it and, and, and get something out of it is mutter. Or is fino also, but to lend it is also. Hanamila says the Gemara about Tikto. Old bricks that were used as a shul. If the brand new in a pile, a pile of bricks, it's also. I mean, it's mutter. There's nothing, what's a new brick? There's no Gdusha to it. And even if you say that just looking at something and saying, I want to use this for something, and we'll see a good example in a second. If I'm putting together Tachrichim for a dead person, it never touched the dead person. We know everything that's, that's involved with a dead person is Osirbana. You're not allowed to use a tombstone, a grave for anything. You can't put your sitter down on a caver. It's also by no. You can't step on it. You can't do anything with a mace. So, the tachrichim also. So as soon as I decide that this tachrich goes to the mace, it's also by no. Over here, I don't have a begot for a mace. I'm making a string to make a begot for a mace. The string never has Israel no. So over here, I have a stone that I'm about to put in a wall that I'm about to make a shul. So it's two steps removed. It's like it's like having just yarn, thread, and that's never awesome. There's no such mandoma. Says Matana. What if I want to give away a shul as a gift? On the side it says a better word, bimai, because that's the that's the translation. Where is the Gdusha going to? I have something Kaddish. I give it to you. And so I gave it to you. How did you remove the Gdusha from the Shul? It didn't, it didn't have anywhere to go to. If there's money, then the Gdusha jumps into the money and the money becomes Kaddish. Uh, you know, Reb Chaim Briska always says, <clears throat> nothing in this world is for free. But the cheapest way to get something 
is by paying for it. The guy did a big favor to somebody, now you own the whole shul. You have to give him the whole shul for free. <laughs> but the shul is worth $2 million, and the guy's favor was uh, worth $10,000. That's it. That's why you don't take favors from people. Because it's very expensive afterwards to take a favor from somebody. So they owed him a favor. He did something to them. So th- it's as if he bought it with cash. I know it's late. This is called Arhamer Kaz. There's a few thousand people that get this every every week. It's our in-house newsletter. In here, we have a tremendous time with Chacham. He was the one that did the raffle for us. Rabbi Yaakov Schomburg. Every week, he has a big article that has to do with the Dafi Rulu. And this week, it's a four-page article about this sugya. Let me show you a chart that I, I stole from him right out of the... I just printed right off the thing. It's beautiful. It says like this. I'll, I'll read it real quickly because I know we're late. Sifri Torah Nevim Ksuvim Mezuzas and Tfilim Parshiyos. The parsha must be buried in a sealed earthen or plastic container. Just reading off of his thing. Printed articles with Hashem's name, Sfarim, Tfilin, and the bottom of the Tfilin to be burned, wrapped in a sealed thick plastic. Buried, I'm sorry, buried. Wrapped in a sealed Short life publications with different Torah for casual reading Printer proofs to be discarded respectfully in a protective wrapping. That's all inherent gdusha. Now you have a category of tashmisha gdusha. Either service or protect coming into permanent direct contact with kedusha included tefillin straps. This week, a guy snipped off his tefillin shirayish was too long for him. Snipped off the bottom, threw it into the garbage. Tashmisha gdusha. You can't do that. Plastic film boxes, svarim covers, mezuzah protectors. The protector of a mezuzah. You knew that it's Tashmishik Dusha. Gotta be careful with it. Torah mantles. What do you do with them? To be buried, wrapped in sealed, thick plastic bags. Tashmish, the Tashmish Dusha. Remove items which serve as Tashmishik Dusha. Outer plastic towels and film bags. The plastic gets over the film bags. Svarim shelves. Did you know a Sfarim Shav? Hasdusha. Azayzak Rab Schomburg. To be discarded respectfully. By the way, your tzitzis rips. What do you do with your tzitzis? L'chair, you could throw it into the garbage. It's better, I think the Ramah says, better to wrap it and then put it in the garbage. Just saying. Maybe Rabbi Schomburg is going to be mechulik on me. Tashmish mitzvah. Eisers have been used for a mitzvah, including shoifer. Kiddush kop. This is a kiddush. I never thought about a kiddush kop. That's why you got to read the RMR Kaz. And if you have a simcha, you, you email them and they put your simcha in there. Everybody knows about it. B'samim. Anybody thought about B'samim? You make a bracha on it every month of Shabbos. B'samim. Yishkoyach of Schomburg. Arba Minim I know about. Tzchach I know about. Who do I know about? In the back, I was playing with Tzchach after Sukkot. A guy walked over to me, smacked me right in the face. Didn't ask me any questions. Poof! Now, the poor guy didn't realize who he's starting up with. I use the schach as a weapon, whatever. We're not going to go into it. Fine. Zogdi Gemara. Mirage. Tashmishi mitzvah is rocket. You can throw it out respectfully. Tashmishi gdusha nignazim. You have to bury. Veilum tashmishi mitzvah, sukkah, lulav, shoifer, tzitzis. The famous story with the chsam soifer. 
two bachim came for her. One was an amazing, one was not so amazing. The one that was amazing left the house and stepped on Tzchach. He did not accept him to yeshiva. He accepted the other guy to yeshiva. Because you have to have that sensitive, sensitivity to different dusha. How you deal with them. The sacks is Rashi that are around the Svarim, the sack around the Tfilim Mezuzah. The mantle, and the Ritzuz of Tfilim. I thought the Bima that you put a Sefer Torah on is a Tashmish to Tashmish. That is what? Given the Chazina, the Moisvel of a Sefer Torah. I realized. That there's no, like in MDY now, I stole the cloth that goes on top because I thought that somebody gave it to me as a gift. I wanted to use it for my own kids. I'm going to bring it back. But once people realize, hey, there's no cover now for the Abima, then the beam itself has more Gdusha. I mean, I realized, can't do anything with it. The inside, a lot of shuls have Wood on the outside, you open it up, you have a parachin inside. Tashmish to the Tashmish. I thought it's two steps removed. Sometimes they, they fold it over for underneath the, 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 the tire itself. Amino, then it's not two steps, it's one step away. Tashmish You know what? Let's stop here because it's getting late. Matsushav's Bezer Show will make it all up. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful Shabbos.